Hello, and welcome to T-Money Talks. In this week's episode, T-Money's going to talk about what it was like to make backing tracks. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello, hello, and welcome to T-Money Talks. Welcome for my returning listeners. Welcome to new listeners. I never know if you are new or if you are returning. I don't want to say old because I, I don't know <laughs> how old you are. And if you're not that old, I don't want to call you old. You know, I don't want to make you feel old or feel bad or anything like that. But anyways, you know, hello and welcome to T-Money Talks. I am your host and get ready for the next about like 30 minutes I'm hoping for. I am going to entertain you. I'm going to tell you what it was like to make backing tracks. <sighs> Let me tell you. Making backing tracks was so hard. I I <laughs> I spent a day learning how to make backing tracks after getting asked to perform at a venue in San Diego. And I decided that the only way I wanted to perform again was if I had a full band. And since I don't have a full band, I was like, well, the next best thing is to make myself sound like a full band. And because of a TikTok mutual, his name is Comfort Club. He, well, he now has a band, so I should say the band is called Comfort Club and the lead singer were TikTok mutuals. He used to, before he had a band, he used to be a solo act. He used to just play to backing tracks. He would record all of his instruments and stuff. And then when he, whenever he would perform for gigs, it would be, he would use his laptop to play backing tracks to make it sound like he was a full band. And so because of that, I was like, well, why don't I just do that? Because I really wanted to play this gig on October 29th. And so I was like, well, I also don't want to go acoustic. So I'm going to play to backing tracks so that I can also sound like a full band so that it doesn't seem weird when I play an acoustic set and everyone else is a band, you know, it, it'll, I feel like it would only work if I was the opening act. And since I'm the second act, I'm like, okay, cool, 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 you know, but Either way, after spending a day of learning how to make backing tracks, I assumed, I assumed that, okay, I'm now an expert on making backing tracks. I now know how to make them. It doesn't seem that hard. And since I still have all the files from my songs, or at least most of my songs, all I have to do is make an instrumental with the tracks that I have, export that into one file, and then thus make my click and my cues to make my backing tracks. And I was like, hmm, that's not at all hard. I even invested on on in-ears, on a DI box, and an in-ear amplifier. And I'm going to play all my songs through either my iPad or through my phone. I'm hoping through my iPad, but we will see. We will see. But anyways, yeah, so I bought all the gear and everything I needed to for the backing tracks. The only thing left for me to do was to make the backing tracks. Now, after spending a day and thinking I was an expert on making backing tracks, I was like, okay, I got this. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get all seven songs completely mixed, slightly mixed, and back and tracked, you know, ready to perform. That's what I thought. I thought it was gonna take one day to track seven songs. Boy, was I 
terribly, terribly wrong. It took me from Tuesday till Saturday to track seven songs, to make backing tracks for seven songs for my set list. It took me till Sunday. I was extremely stressed out. It was the hardest thing I probably have done for my music career, for just my music in general. And it was hard because I thought it was going to be easy because I was like, oh, Ableton automatically like sets the tempo uh, once you put a song in. So I was like, okay, I'll mix the songs on Tuesday. And then probably by Tuesday night, I'll start backing, I'll start tracking my first song. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was wrong. Tuesday, I spent Tuesday just making the instrumentals for the backing track. So I was going through all the songs and mixing them a little bit, making them louder and just making them inter instrumentals, removing the vocals, keeping some harmonies in the places that I wanted. And for one song, now here's the thing that I was not expecting to happen when I was mixing the back, make ma making the instrumentals, I'm sorry. When I was mixing and making the instrumentals, what I was not expecting was for the last song, I wasn't expecting to redo a guitar solo in the song because I was like, I want to do it, but I know if I were to do it live, like on stage, I would probably be far too nervous and I would mess up and I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that. So I then decided, hmm, let me just re-figure out this guitar solo and then re-record it so it could sound better and even make it a little bit better. That... <laughs> That wasn't a mistake. I don't want to call it a mistake because I did end up figuring out the solo again and then re-recording it while also kind of improving it a little bit. It definitely wasn't a mistake. It definitely absolutely helped the song. However, it took a lot longer for me to figure out how the solo was being played than I thought it was going to because I, I knew the first like three notes. I, I figured that's that out pretty quick, but figuring out the rest was a little bit hard for me, but eventually I got it. And after I had figured it out, I was like, okay, now let me make it a little bit fancier. Let me make it a little bit cooler, you know? And so that took a little bit longer than I was planning. And then I also decided to re-record vocals for the end of that song. I re-repeat the last two verses leading into the chorus while singing the, or I'm sorry, I, I sing the last two verses leading into the pre-chorus and I see and while that's happening I'm singing the chorus of the song so I needed to have the last two verses and the pre-chorus recorded so I had to redo that and that took a while because of course it was vocals and as it always goes vocals are always a really hard thing for T-Money to do because I just get in my head sometimes and I feel like it's not as good and it really is good I'm just in my head and so it, it just takes a while sometimes but after I got it I was feeling good and then I it but by the time I finished this song and it was the last song I had to do it was already like eight o'clock <laughs> like it was already eight o'clock and I was like I don't even think that was the last song I had to finish mixing but it was already eight o'clock and I, I think I had at least like two more to go and so I was already like oh my god I thought I was gonna be done with this by like four three o'clock and for it, it took the whole day 
it took the entire day for me to mix and make instrumentals for seven songs. I don't know why, looking, looking at it now, saying it out loud, I don't know why I thought I would have gotten it all done in a few hours when, <laughs> when I have to remember how whenever I edit my podcast, it takes a few hours because I'm editing audio, I'm making things louder, I'm, you know, and then because because the podcast is different from music, I had more things I had to mix. So I had to make sure the drums and the bass weren't, weren't overpowering one another, that they were at an even level. And then just having to do that was a lot. And then to have to make sure it all sounded good. I, I just really don't know why I didn't think it wasn't going to why I don't know why I thought it wasn't going to take all day to do that because any music recording audio editing is gonna take many hours so I don't know what I was expecting of myself I don't know why I thought I was just gonna be some speed demon and finish my songs in like half a day because realistically taking an entire day to mix and make instrumentals for seven songs yeah that that sounds about right so then on Wednesday I began tracking the songs again <laughs> I'm laughing because you will you'll hear you'll hear anyways and on Wednesday I began making the backing tracks, like adding the clicks, adding the cues, doing all that jazz. I once again thought it was going to take me a couple hours. I was going to get all seven songs done in one day. I really, really just enjoy proving myself wrong, I guess, because I got two songs done two songs done, two songs done in one day. It took two, it took one day to get two songs done to track, to add a click tempo, click track and cues. It took one whole day just to get two songs. It was stressful. It was hard, but I felt good after getting them done. And after realizing I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be a little harder than I anticipated. Wait, is that no okay wait no 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 I'm sorry so I started with an easy song first I started with a song that I knew I used to a metronome and it was pretty darn close to that metronome so I was like that one's probably going to be the easiest so I was like oh, I was like I gotta start with the easiest song first this way I wouldn't stress myself out the way I did but so after finishing the first song in my head I went I decided to start working on the hardest song. Why? Because I must hate myself, I guess. But I started on the hardest song after finishing the easiest song. And that was the biggest mistake. Because that song, oh my god, that song was torture. So Wednesday, I got two songs done. Thursday, I was hoping to get at least three songs done. I was hoping to get three songs done, but I knew for sure I wanted to get at least two songs done because I knew two songs was doable since I was able to do two songs on Wednesday. However, on Thursday, I don't know what possessed me to start with the hardest song, but I did. And because I started with the hardest song, that song took me the entire day from I spent from I want to say from like one till about eight 
o'clock, I eight or nine, I spent working on that one song. I didn't even finish it. I wasn't even halfway done with that song. I had a quarter of that song done by the time I gave up because I was just so tired and I just wanted to have a song done. And so because I was so, I was frustrated because I didn't have one song done and the day was already over. So I decided that I couldn't go to bed until I finished at least one song. And so I decided to go to another song that I knew I played to a metronome again. And so it would be easy to add the click in the cues. And it was. I finished around like 1 a.m. I believe. So I didn't know. Yeah, like 1 or 2 a.m. I finished that song. And I felt good because I was like, well, at least I got one song done today. <laughs> Even though it was like 1 or 2 a.m. To me, to me, a new day doesn't happen until I go to sleep. So it, it, I felt good having one and a quarter of a song done. I was like, it's fine. I just need a break. Tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll finish that song. Boy, boy, oh boy was I wrong. I was terribly, terribly wrong. Friday comes around, I'm like, all right. I got a quarter of this song done, or no, I got half of the song done because my girlfriend ended up helping me get more of the song done after I was getting frustrated, which was very, very helpful. And then so on Friday, I was like, okay, I know how it goes. I know where the beat is. I know where the clicks got to go. I could finish this. I could finish this song like by, I could finish the song in half the day and then I could get to another song. And this was Friday. Now, I... I'm laughing because it's not funny, but it's funny to me, but it's not funny. But I spent Friday, once again, it took me all day and I didn't even finish the song that I was working on, that I had started on Wednesday. The song that I started on Wednesday took me till Friday to finish. Now, of course, in between Thursday and Wednesday, I did work on other songs because I just couldn't allow myself to not have a song done because that song wasn't done yet. And so on Friday, <sighs> Friday was my 13th reason. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it was like, it was my turn. It was my pushing point. You know, it would, it was my pushing me over the edge point because I was still working on the same song since Wednesday, barely halfway done with the song. And I'm just sitting there like, I couldn't believe that I was still working on the song and that I only had, I still, the amount I had done by the time it was like six o'clock was ridiculous because it was basically nothing. The amount of stuff I got done on Friday, like I spent working on that song, was not at all the amount I thought I was going to get done. And it was so frustrating because I was expecting to be done with that song hours ago. So every time it was the click was off in a place, anything was just frustrating and upsetting me. And it was just the hardest day this entire week. And eventually my girlfriend came over and on Friday, we ended up finishing tracking that song and it was just ridiculously hard. But after that, I ended up tracking another song 
And so I felt good having two songs finished on Friday. So that felt nice. And on Saturday, I was like, okay, I have two more songs to do. Only two more to go. Now, I woke up Saturday and I was like, I, I started working and I, I thought... <sighs> I thought it was going to be really easy because in my head I was like I already know where the counts are where the clicks should go but for whatever reason I decided to not do it the way I had planned to and if I would have just listened to my past self and done it the way I should I had planned to or if I would have just been smart and played the song with the guitar at any point to make sure what I was doing was right, I could have saved myself so much time. Because on Saturday I had work and so I wanted to have at least one song done or half of a song done before I left for work. I ended up getting half of that song tracked before I left for work. When I got home from work, I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish this song. I then spent a few more hours working on that song. After I completely tracked the song, I then decided to play the guitar along with the song, only to realize it doesn't fit with what I'm playing on the guitar. And although it, it helps me keep the pace of how the strumming should go, it really didn't help me much. I had to listen to the guitar more than I did the click. And so I then ended up deleting half of the things I did, redoing like the click a little bit to make it more accurate and helpful to me for my in-ears. And that made me extremely frustrated because I had spent basically all day Saturday tracking a song for me to only get rid of half of the work, all the work I did. <laughs> and so I was done. I was frustrated. I was completely done. I was over backing tracks. I wanted to quit the show. I wanted to just give up. I wanted to just be like, it's not worth it. I, I can't do this for mentally. I am exhausted. I am I, right now. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I need to catch up on my rest because this week was just so stressful making those backing tracks. But yeah, after I deleted half of the work I did, I got really upset because I was like, I could have just done that. I could have got that done before I left for work. Like that could have, what I did, all the stuff I removed, the way I had set it up, could have been done before I left for work. So that was really, really frustrating. But it was fine. It was fine. I had to calm myself down and be like, it's fine. You have one final song to track. Except the final song I had to track, I knew was gonna be really hard. I knew I was gonna have a difficult time tracking, but I thought, I thought that no, it wouldn't be as bad as the one that took me three days to finish, but I was wrong. This one was just as bad as the one that took me three days to finish. This one would probably take me about three to five days to finish if I added a click track. <laughs> you see, 
by Saturday, I wanted to be completely done with the click tracks. I wanted to spend Sunday not doing any backing track related stuff other than exporting the songs so it could be ready for my in-ears and the PA system or the soundboard, whatever it's going to be played to. That's what the only thing I wanted to do on Sunday. So on Saturday, I was like, I'm going to stay up until this song is tracked. And I meant it. But when 1am rolled around and I was still working on the song, I was like, you know what? It's not worth me trying to track this one beat by beat. So instead, what I did, because there's a lot of pauses I do in the song, and I know trying to track those was really hard for me to be able to listen to the metronome and then also play at the right time when I'm supposed to. So that was really hard. So overall, just for that song, I decided to remove the click track altogether. The only sections I have the click track is in the very beginning. So I know exactly when to play. So I'm on time when the bass and the drums begin. Other than that, it's mostly cues. It's mostly me saying when the verses come, when the chorus comes, when the breaks come. And the last time I think I hear the click and a cue is for the end to let me know the song is about to finish. And I was disappointed that I didn't have the mental strength in me to click, like add a click track to that song. But at the end of the day, I was like, honestly, it doesn't really need it. Just listening to the song because I know it so well, I'm able to play along to the song without a click. I The cues are honestly good enough for me. And although I will eventually add a click track for the song for right now, for my performance on October 29th, for me to begin practicing on Monday and, and every day until the performance, I am okay with that because I could definitely perfect that. And although it's going to be the opening of the set, I'm glad because I rather have that be the start of it so I could I could have a like kind of like a you know if I have to it'll be a rough start but the way it'll end will just be really good so either way I know it's gonna be okay and I will eventually finish tracking that song or I'm just gonna find someone to make backing tracks for me and pay them because honestly the stress that it caused me this week was horrible I never want to do it again however though I also have to remember I am on a time crunch and I know if I would have had more time and I didn't have to rush to get everything done I could have just spent a week working on one song you know if I would have known about this like a month ago, I probably would have spent one week every day that month working on a song, mixing it and making the instrumental, making the click and cues, like doing all that stuff, perfecting it. But I didn't have that time. I didn't have that luxury. And because of that, I, <sighs> I stressed out and I got frustrated and it was really hard, but my work is done. Everything sounds good. Tomorrow I'm going to test that out on my amps and plug in my in-ears and Jer and I are gonna start practicing and I'm going to be performance ready for my for Now or Never's basically comeback show on October 29th. I don't want to call it a comeback show because it's not really a show. I was invited to play but either way I'm very excited. I cannot wait for it to happen. I also have Oranges Revisited coming out so if you have not 
not pre-saved, be sure to pre-save follow now or never underscore band on every social media so that you can find the pre-save link and you can hear Orange is Revisited on October 14th. There's also going to be a music video. It's going to look amazing. You're going to love it. So please, please, please go pre-save Orange is Revisited. Tell all of your friends because it's a great song and we got to get it. We just got to get it heard. We got to get it out there. We got to get it exposed because I know it's a great song and everyone deserves to hear it. But yeah, that was my week. That's what it was like for me to make backing tracks. I don't know why I thought it was going to be such a breeze. However, I learned my lesson and now I will be probably (laughs) spending the rest, probably throughout the year, doing backing tracks for all of my songs. This, This way, I have a folder with all of my songs already made backing tracks with. So if I get when the next time I play a show, I don't have to have the same set every time. I can just go through all of my options for all of my backing tracks and decide what songs to play from there because I think that would be the smartest thing to do. And after learning how hard everything is to do, I know that will be the smartest thing to do. So yeah, I'm just going to spend the rest of 2022 basically making backing tracks not this month though not this month i am done with backing tracks this month i may even be <laughs> i may be triggered when i go start them up again in november but when i do start them up in november i'm gonna do it week by week and i'm not gonna stress out if i don't have it done because like well i don't need it i already have a set of backing tracks ready to go and that's just the best part Though I'm just getting ahead of the game is all I'm doing. And who knows? Who knows? I could even have a band before I finish making all my backing tracks. And then I wouldn't need backing tracks. And then I wouldn't have that stress anymore. However, though, I did remember I just said I'm going to pay someone if I can find someone. That is the question. I might have to ask my friend Gavin. If not, I'll just look online or ask around because if there is someone I can pay to make backing tracks who could add clicks and cues and do it the right way so when it one's in one ear is the click one ear is the music and it'll be set and ready for sound systems because that's probably my best bet and I'm going to do that because that's probably the smartest thing But anyways, yeah, either way, that's going to happen. I'm excited for my show on October 29th. Now or Never is playing. And I'm excited too because Jer is going to be playing, is going to be joining me as my backup singer, which will be fun because now it's not me. It's not just me on stage saying, hi, I'm Now or Never. (laughs) I could finally say, hello, we're Now or Never. And and go into the first song, you know, that'll be fun. But yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to start practicing, testing, seeing how I can get stuff and all that jazz. So I think I'm done for now, you know? I think this was a good episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried. No, I'm just kidding. I hope you didn't cry. (laughs) I do hope you laughed. I hope you had a good time. And I do hope you come back for next week because it'll be a good time then too. And I know, I know we are in October. 
we're in October, but it's a busy month. I got a show coming up. I got a song being released this month. So I don't know how many spooky themed podcast episodes there will be this month. However, you can be guaranteed to have a Halloween episode. No, I don't mean, well, maybe an ep- podcast episode will come out on Halloween. Maybe if I record it before Halloween, we shall see, we shall see. But if not, there will be definitely be a Halloween Tea Money Talks episode because there just has to be. If there is no other spooky themed episode, there definitely will be a T-Money Talks Halloween spectacular once again. So that's all I have for you guys. I hope you had a good time. Until next week, guys, this is T-Money saying live your life because you are the only one who gets it. (laughs) All right, bye!